Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Lilypad Podcast. I'm not really sure what to call this episode except for something like, I'm back. <laughs> oh, I, I want to start with an apology. Although, you know, I know that many of you will, you know, say, well, what are you, what are you sorry for? But my apology is mostly for my consistent listeners. You know, my uh, small but loyal and very encouraging group of, of regular listeners who kept up with me, followed me, and even occasionally would dip back and listen to past episodes that they'd heard before, and you know, re-listen. And I, and I do that sometimes myself. You know, I, yes, yes, I actually listen to myself. But it's usually the interviews that I like to listen to again. Um, but I'm, I'm, I got a text today that my podcast wasn't showing up on Spotify. Not really sure what's happening. Maybe it's just because it's been so inactive. Uh, Spotify, Spotify may have hidden it from their servers. So I'm hoping that rebooting this ep- this uh, podcast, recording some episodes, putting them back up there, um, that maybe it'll show up again. So that you, if you're a new listener, you can dip back and listen to some of my past episodes if Spotify is your primary way. Uh, but from what I understand, it's still showing up on Apple Podcasts. Um, I hasn't, haven't checked Overcast and some of the other uh, podcast um apps and all of that, but I do know it's showing up on Apple, and maybe recording this and and then publishing it will help it pop up on Spotify. So this isn't a uh, specific segment, or it's it's definitely not an interview, it's just me sort of letting you know that I'm back, Uh, and I don't know what direction I'm going to go in terms of uh, the changes that I want to make. I'm teaching full-time now, as you might remember from a past episode, teaching full-time at St. Albans High School which was my alma mater. I graduated from there back in 1997, so 25 years ago. Um, and it uh, it's an interesting feeling. It's surreal. Uh, I miss my, my position at the collaborative program, absolutely. But, um, you know, it's, it's a return to my hometown where I was born and grew up, uh, return to my old high school. And, and as I think I've said before in a past episode, walking down those hallways. I mean, the building's been remodeled and renovated quite a bit in 25 years. Uh, in fact, it's been this built, newer building for about the past 20 years, but it still resembles, it's got a big a big part of the old. Um, so it was sort of like renovated and added to, if that makes sense. So it feels nostalgic. Um, a lot's happening at home as well. Uh, very, very close to an adoption of our son. Um, you know, when he's nine years old now, we're very close to an adoption and um, super excited about that. We're, we fill out the paperwork. We've still got a few things that we need to sign. Uh, it's pretty much been approved. We just have to sign some documentation and get things scheduled and, and contact our attorney uh, and then to get the court date set up. And then, you know, hopefully the next month or two, it'll happen. And then we also have uh, added two two foster sons to our home probably not the same two that you know, I've discussed in the past but you know these two it's a uh, two-year-old little boy and an 11 year old boy and they're they're fantastic they're they're su- sweet boys um, little two-year-old is hilarious and every bit a two-year-old boy <laughs> he, he's a blast to, to play with um, 
and I'm just I'm really just enjoying being a father to to some sons. Um, I wrestled with both our nine-year-old son and our 11-year-old son on the trampoline, and uh, they, they've asked for rematches. I you know two or three times now. I've wrestled with them on the trampoline, trying not to hurt them, but being rough enough that it's as as little you know young boys they like to to be rough and tumble and as their dad I feel like that gives them a safe safe place they can do that where I don't have to worry about them hurting each other or hurting someone else from being too rough so you know there I set rules guidelines and I make it clear you know you can play rough with me but when you play with your friends don't don't be getting too rough and hurting yourself or hurting somebody else um still loving being a father to daughters I'm very proud of my oldest daughter who's teaching in elementary school um, and she loves it she has first grade and you know she's talking every day about how great uh, you know she how great her job is as a teacher there um, so much so that she you know she thought she was getting sick you know and she messaged me and was worried that it was going to be something that was going to put her out for a day and she was so worried that it would be, uh, you know, she, she didn't want to take a day off, and <laughs> and I had to tell her, you know, sweetheart, you got to reach a point where you accept that you might need rest, even if that means spending a day away from your students, uh, and that they'll be okay without her for one day. You know, that's that's why they hire good substitutes to come and step in. Um, you know, and I understand. I had that anxiety, and sometimes I still I, I hate missing. I had to miss yesterday because one of our daughters had the flu and she was still considered contagious even though even though she felt okay um so i stayed home with her and my wife stayed home with her monday um but life is going really well um honestly uh i'm still wrestling with some you know i guess some personal mental health issues i'm not sleeping well uh you know my nights have been kind of restless either it's difficult for me to get to sleep or I'll, I'll fall asleep and then I'll wake up again in a couple of hours and then have trouble getting back to sleep or you know I, I have trouble getting my mind to shut off enough for me to bring my body to rest and to actually sleep you know I've tried some breathing exercises those help sometimes um, but it's just you know I think it's all the changes and all the shifts that have happened in life recently that, that, that I'm not worried you know I'm, it's not it's not this the, the, like panic anxiety or anything of that sort um, at least I don't feel it in my body if it is I mean maybe my mind says else you know else uh, there's something else but I don't know um, I do have an appointment with a cardiologist coming up in November, November 28th is when uh, I'm going to have an echocardiogram and a uh, stress test. And the reason for that is I'm not, I can't remember if I discussed this in a previous episode. I don't think I did, but a few months ago in August, uh, I, I had what I believe was a, just an overnight middle of the night panic attack. Um, I woke up and I felt pressure in my chest. Uh, I felt like I'd been sweating, um, and uh, I wasn't really having trouble breathing, but I definitely could tell that my heart rate was up, and then all day the next day, 
uh, my blood pressure was up. Um, it wasn't critically high, but it was high for me. Um, and it was high enough that my wife finally, the, the following day, made me go to the ER because it was still up. You know, she was kind of upset that I didn't go when I woke up, in, you know, with the uh, heart rate up and, 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 you know, the chest pressure. I, it wasn't chest pain. Like the doctors have asked me, did, did you have chest pain? And I'm like, no, I would, I would describe it as pressure. But anyway, um, and then after about a day or so, I mean, I, I went to the ER and everything was fine. Blood pressure was normal. It was slightly elevated, but closer to normal. Um, heart rate was normal. All of the tests came back normal, except my D-dimer level. You can Google that if you don't know what it is. My D-dimer level was slightly elevated, which caused the doctor, the, you know, the doctor in the ER to have some concern. He wanted me to do more tests. Uh, I refused them, mostly because I, I always worry all the time. Money is always a concern for me when it comes to something medical. Like, okay, fine, my insurance covers this, this, and this, but I still get stuck with this bill, and that's a lot. And I didn't want to have to pay again for a test that I might not need. If I had an anxiety attack and not a heart attack, if my if my heart is fine, but yet I run all these tests and have to pay for them to find out that they're fine, that kind of thing just frustrates me. It stresses me out. So I refused the tests until I decided to see my personal my uh, you know personal care physician, which I ended up seeing the nurse practitioner. He's great. Um, they did another. They did blood test. D dimer level was normal. It was it was normal. So I'm not sure what caused an elevated D dimer. Uh, while I was in the hospital, but it was back to normal. But he decided to go ahead and uh, make an appointment with a cardiologist to do a full cardiological workup. I do have, and I've known about this for a while actually, a right bundle branch block, which again, is not normal, but is common. And it's not major, it's not concerning. But the cardiologist that I just, uh, I just had an appointment the other day said that you know, he does see on, on the heart monitor a few things that could cause minor concern. So he wants to do an echo and he wants to do a stress test, which again is common practice if you're going to see a cardiologist anyway. So that's coming up at the end of the month. Um, I'm not worried about it. Like, I don't think I'm going to get negative results. I am a little anxious about it only because I've never done it before. Uh, I can't remember having an echo. I, I know I've never done a stress test. But I don't think I've even never had an echo. Um, but that's something I have to look forward to. So telling you all that, you see that life as usual is, is busy, but it's blessed. I tell people all that time, all the time, like I'm stressed, but I'm blessed. You know, I'm not too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> I'm both stressed and blessed. And I don't, I don't think that's a terrible combo. I think a lot of people, that's, that's where they are. That's what they see their life as right now. So what are my plans for this podcast? I think I'm still going to reach out to some people to see if I could, you know, get the interview thing. The problem is, is that I don't have the free time that I had um, when I was working collaborative program. I have a lot more students, a lot more papers to grade, um, a lot less time to set up, you know, some, some interviews that would be acceptable time for the people that I would interview. But I might try to work something out. However, I did recently... Um, do uh, poetry reading, my own poetry, uh, at an open mic night at Coal River Coffee, which is my favorite coffee shop in the area, um, which, side note, help your local businesses. 
You know, if you've got a local coffee shop, restaurant, diner, uh, any place like that that you know is locally owned and you dig it, whether it's uh, just you like it because it's charming, you like it because you like the owner, the environment's good, you like whatever it is they offer, please support your local businesses. They absolutely need it right now. Uh, COVID hit all of those businesses very hard. And I was happy that the coffee shop actually found ways to still uh, stay in business and stay open even during COVID. Um, and you guys, if you're following my podcast, I've interviewed both Michael and Rachel, who are the owners of um, Cold River Coffee. They're wonderful. So I did a poetry reading, and it went pretty well. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start sharing some of my poetry with you all and also take the opportunity to uh, just read some poems that I've loved over time. Uh, obviously, I've got to stay within copyright law. I can't just pick a random poem and read it on my podcast, which is public also. I got to make sure that it is, uh, you know, allowable um, in, in the Creative Commons, which means that I can, anybody can read it publicly and then there's not going to be any kind of lawsuit. So that's the direction I think I'm going to take. Uh, maybe do some theater and some Shakespeare. Shakespeare is always uh, allowed to be shared. Uh, you know, his writing's been around for so long that, uh, you know, you can you can recite a Shakespeare entire play on your podcast if you want, and there won't be any problems. So uh, I think that's what I'm going to do is just sort of reboot the podcast and get things going. So those of you who follow me for this long, I appreciate you. I love you. I hope this episode shows up on Spotify and that it reboots all the ones that have been removed. And uh, until next time, guys, have a great one.